0: What happens when two parent coaches, one a Christian and the other an agnostic Jew, sit down to talk about parenting? They take their listeners from surviving to thriving. I'm Dina Thayer, and I'm Kira Dorian. Welcome to Raising Adults, a podcast brought to you by Future Focused Parenting.
1: Hi, everyone. Kira and Dina here, Raising Adults Podcast. Welcome into the cozy laundry room. If you're new and popping in on this shorter spin cycle, a special welcome to you. We do often take listener questions and turn them into just a brief episode. You get kind of a private Q&A, and it may be something one of the other of you was wondering about, too. So we hope it's helpful. And today, I'm going to let Kira read the question. It's a good one. I'm really excited.
0: So this is from Lorraine, and she says... As a parent, I want to accept and appreciate my kid's affection and reciprocate whenever they need it, particularly because it's a love language for my daughter. But she can sometimes be invasively affectionate and clingy and possibly attention-seeking. So how would you handle addressing that without hurting a child's feelings and rejecting their love outright? And I love this question. I especially love that Lorraine talked about the love languages Mm -hmm. because I think that's so real. We all have these different love languages and our kids do too. And so they're a little young sometimes to understand that. And so how are we making sure that we're speaking their love language while still protecting our own boundaries mm-hmm. and needs. Um, so and fabulous. we talk so much
1: about how we're our child's first teacher. So, also, this responsibility of teaching them what's appropriate, I think, plays in. So, there's actually some layers to this one. It's a really good one, but also kudos to her. I agree. Kudos to her for even being aware of that as a love language and thinking about this question and the dynamic of accepting affection and not shutting it down while learning those appropriate boundaries.
0: Yeah. So here are my initial thoughts, Lorraine. First of all, I think it's great that you can recognize this as a love language for her that actually is going to empower you to make some decisions that you might not otherwise be able to have such clarity on. So I think as best you can, you want to lean into it, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's her love language. It's important she's receiving love that way from you when you have the ability to do that. But then I think setting those healthy boundaries. So the the part that strikes me is the invasively affectionate. You know, I think we as parents, especially as moms, sometimes we're like, oh, my goodness, I just don't want to be touched anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I've been touched. I'm yes. out-touched. Um, <laughs> I've and reached s- my touch <laughs> capacity for the day. Exactly. So I think as long as there's a really good dialogue, and I guess this depends on how old your child is, but I would say, like, with mine, for example, at 8 – I could definitely talk about love languages and say you know I can tell one of your love languages is physical touch and being loved and held and um, and I love that and I really want to make sure that I'm meeting that as much as I can it's not one of mine so that's a little harder for me so if you ever see me like shy away or if I ask for some space just know it's not that I don't want to love you the way that you need to be loved it's that sometimes I need to protect my love languages too here's how I like to be loved let them in on that this mm-hmm. is a way you can really make me feel loved i'm going to try really hard to meet you for affection can you try really hard to love me this way i mean what an amazing learning that. opportunity yeah. at a young age to set them up for their future friendships and mm-hmm. relationships and and all of that and then when they
1: see that happen maybe mom's shying away a little bit or seems like she needs a break they have other options oh i'm feeling like i really want to love on mom oh I know some other ways to do that that will really speak to her. So that is so great. And I think it's also important to recognize that even with little ones, it is okay to teach them to have a voice. And we do that by being the example of having a voice. And it is okay to speak up for what you like and maybe what you don't like. So we were just talking before we recorded and I told Kira my kids know to this day I do not like my face to be touched and I told them that from the time they were little but really politely because I love them of course and this is that balance she's asking about how do you not squelch that so I would tell them I love when you hug me and I love that we snuggle and I really enjoy being touched by you I don't really care for having my face touched so if you would just at least not touch me there I would really appreciate it and you know what they were more than willing because now I had equipped them to not no, oh, this is totally fine. She doesn't love that as much. And, you, and the cool thing about this question is you have a daughter who wants to shower you with affection, so she probably wants to do it in a way that you like. Some kids don't have as much of that awareness or it comes over time. But I think by and large, we see kids they really want to please their parents and they want to do things that are great for them too. And not only, you know, oh, this meets my need and I don't care if I stomp on other people. I think it's important for us to believe the good about children in that way. They often want to do it in the way you like. So I didn't have have them resist that or get upset about it. they like, oh, well, mommy doesn't like it when I poke her nose or touch her cheek or try to poke her eye out. That did happen a few times. And you know what? It was great. I still had to remind them mm-hmm. here and there literally last night with one of mine but it's okay they at least know and now it's cute because now the siblings will defend so the one who tried to touch my face last night the other one was like oh remember mom doesn't like that
0: (laughs) well and here's what's great about that it's back to what you said before but you're giving them choices like I love it when you hug me like hugs let's do it right you can tell your child I really love it when like Rhiannon strokes my arm it's the sweetest thing I love that so like Mm -hmm. I love it when you stroke my arm I love stroking your arm but as your example but you know I just don't like it when anyone touches my face and making it clear it's not about when you touch my face Mm -hmm. I just am not fond of my face being touched so please don't touch me there and I think what's great about this is what an amazing setup when it comes to consent, which we talked about a couple yes, seasons ago. Like teaching your kids, A, that it's okay to say, I like that, I don't like that. And to say, I have boundaries around my physical space mm-hmm. and the way that I like to be loved and all of those things. And then the last thing I would say, and this is this is really my third thought. I want to be clear. This is not my first thought. This is my third thought. My third thought is, as best we can, Having set boundaries and have these conversations, because those are the two most important mm-hmm. things I want to say. But once we've done that, it's kind of like I cannot stand Legos. Like, I, I'm terrible at Legos. I just don't get it. I just don't. I Like, they make no sense to me. But I still play them with my son, mm-hmm. so I think as long as we've set, like you shouldn't be compromising your boundaries, right? We should have, we shouldn't have invasive affection. That's not okay. But once we've done that, we probably do need to err more on the side of meeting their affection needs yep. than not, because we do that with lots of things. You know, Reese went through a dinosaur phase. I learned all about the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Like we do that. So that does that we make do sense? That.
1: I still know way more about marine mammals than I ever needed to. <laughs> But hey, I have a great appreciation for sea creatures.
0: What can I say?
1: So I actually couldn't agree more. We have to we have to lean toward that because I also think there's a heart a worse long term fallout for withholding that. And of course, with healthy boundaries in place, but I think there's more long term fallout from withholding it than offering it yes, whenever I agree. possible.
0: Yeah. So I hope that answers your question, Lorraine. Thank you for writing in. We love hearing from all of you. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. And
1: if you if you like wrestling and you like topics like this where there's some layers, we have few coming up. So I just want to highlight a couple upcoming podcast episodes. On February 3rd, we are going to be talking about really unpacking how to figure out your why. You hear Kira and I all the time talk about our why before various topics and the intention with which we approached that topic. But what we're going to do is take a deeper dive that day and talk about what factors go into picking your why. What should it look like? All the way to the nuts and bolts of Really, how do you do it? How long should it be? Where should it be? How do you craft one? You're going to get all the tools. And then on the 10th, we're going to talk about Kira's soapbox. (laughs) Resiliency or not. Um, So we are going to really look at this idea of kids are adaptable. Kids are resilient. They'll bounce back. And whether, A, that's even a worthy goal, and B, what does true resilience look like? So it'll be a great episode
0: to do some major myth busting, and we
1: hope you'll tune in.
0: Yes. So Monday, Monday is uh the find your why yeah and then the monday after that we're gonna we're gonna talk about i can't even say the word it makes me so mad we're gonna talk about the r word that r word yeah so make sure you tune in if you haven't subscribed to our show oh my goodness please subscribe yes you can find us everywhere it's easy and if you've listened to an episode here or there it's time subscribe that's right the time is nigh and um if you write us a great review we're gonna put that in our story. We got an amazing one just last week, and we put it up there. So if you if you're liking what you hear, don't forget. Yeah, to we'll feature nice you in review. our in our Insta stories. Yeah. All right, that's it from us today. Peace out. Thanks for listening.